Yo, this is Stephen Lee. And I'm Frank Jackson. And, and we, we are, are the, the Distinguished, Distinguished Critics. We're here to break down some of our favorite albums and songs and debate what's overrated, underrated, and everything in between. So join us as we go back and relive some of music's most iconic projects. Give us a listen wherever you get your podcasts. And please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and give us those five stars. This was a perfect example of how you could uh, smoothly just dirty Mac on a song, which is exactly what Nelly was doing. He's got like a dilemma. If, if we're being, <laughs> if we're being totally honest, he was just being a dirtbag. And on he this had song. all the <laughs> girls singing to that. <laughs> Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of This or That Shorts. I'm Stephen Lee, as always, joined by Frank Jackson, and today we are going to be discussing two monster singles that ruled the airwaves in 2002. That's right, we're talking about Nelly's Dilemma featuring Kelly Rowland and Ja Rule's Always on Time featuring Ashanti. Frank, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. I got on my uh, South Pole polo button up and uh, my Fat Albert FUBU shorts. Oh, okay. You left I'm the, you left the, uh, the Anichi jeans at home then? I did. Okay. Yeah, I left those okay. at home, but I am wearing my K-Swiss right now. Okay. You got a Band-Aid on your face, too. I noticed that. Of course. There we go. <laughs> Pay homage. <laughs> Everything good? Yeah, man. So uh, these two songs right here were obviously, I mean, just massive, right? At this time, Ja Rule was... You know, as much as as much as Fifty Cent gave him shit for it, right? He uh, he knew how to make a hit. He knew how to get on, make a pop hit. You know, he perfected it. He's a master at it, right? And uh, a lot of people followed suit, by the way. Uh, and one of those people would be Nelly, who also became pretty damn good at it. Uh, also, shout out to Ashanti, who was just blowing all the way up. Uh, she actually had the highest selling track that year with foolish, uh, which was a banger, another banger. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, God, she was so fine, but, uh, it's beside the point. So was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she still is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so between these two songs, uh, uh, which one, which one gives you, gives you more memories, which one takes you back the most? Hmm. I would probably lean towards Dilemma. So would I. And I say that only because, uh, and I might catch flack for this, but I'm a Ja Rule fan. So I listened to Always on Time um, not that long ago. I liked the album that, that it came. <laughs> I know it just sounds hey, bad even saying edit it. Edit that out. I don't know about that, but I like Ja Rule, okay? Ja Rule's cool. Uh, but no, Pain is Love is the album that Always on Time uh came out on, and um, I think that's a great Ja Rule album. Like you said, he perfected the hits at that point. He did. Um, everybody was climbing him for him, down. but everybody kind of followed suit after the fact, and one could argue that he did it better than anybody. The reason I would say Dilemma in terms of just the pure nostalgia um, is because I really haven't heard that song in a long time, and when I do, it takes me back to seventh grade thinking about my middle school crush. Right. It is one of those songs. I know you mentioned that, you know, uh, Nelly kind of took note of what Ja was doing. I don't know, man. Nelly kind of tapped into that a little bit with a song like Ride With Me uh, before, where it's that harmonization. He's not oh, so much sure. rapping I as I mean, he more is. so the, from the, the aspect of uh, it being a duet. Oh, just, having, know, a just female, having the female yeah, yeah, on the song. Compliment and, you and go back and forth. Exactly. Right. You know, it's the classic, like, she's doing the 
the chorus and then yeah. she has like her little singing yeah. hook verse type of thing yeah, and the then bridge he's doing and, yeah. he's doing the rap singing you know it's that kind of thing um this was a perfect example of how you could uh, smoothly just dirty mac on a song which is exactly what nelly was doing he's got like a dilemma if, if we're being <laughs> if we're being Totally honest, he was just being a dirtbag. And on he had song. all the <laughs> girls singing to that. Too. <laughs> I don't care what he's saying. It was Look a lot of it was a lot of dudes. I feel like that were like, see, bro, this this kind of shit right here. Yep, these there's a lot of dudes out here. That's who you been talking to outside. That's right. Because Nelly Nelly was in the video, just kind of just kind of watching him move in. On, right, you back remember at, back on your Nokia phones? Who you creeping with? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, Nelly was outside watching him move in, the U-Haul truck and all of that, and he's like, oh, I got to get that. Um, Dilemma is still to this day something that I can listen to, and, you know, it's still a banger. Like, it, it stands the test of time. It's not so much that for me for uh, for always for, on time. Ja, yeah. But when you talk about at the time, massive. Mm-hmm. Right, massive, uh, especially because of the the, you know, Ja Rule is already this established machine at this point, but Ashanti on her own. Well, that's how, and that's how you introduce right a new R and B star. On she your was label. a she was a force, you know, all by herself. So, um, I, I it was kind of like two powers coming together. It's very different when you talk about like Nelly, who was continuing to ascend. At this point, um, Nelly was he was already a star, like a, but he was a diamond even, artist at that right yeah, at that exactly. Uh, Kelly was starting to kind of grow on her own because you know she she had to separate from obviously Beyonce became you know after Destiny's Child she became Beyonce quickly. I'm glad that uh, you mentioned that. Though. Kelly had to grow into her own as her own artist. Yeah, because Beyonce hadn't... I don't think Beyonce had dropped her debut by 2002, but the writing was on the wall that Destiny's Child yeah. was going to be more of like a side act. It was. It felt very much like Diana Ross and the Supremes. Yes. And it was like, okay, yes. you're just waiting for that last group Agreed. album for her to break out. But I always thought Kelly, um, maybe not as uh, powerful of a, of a vocalist as Beyonce was, but I always liked her on Hooks, man. And I thought she had some good records. And she's since proven that she's a damn good artist on her own too, which you know, good for her. Um, but that that song, I think, uh, is very unique. The the beat, it's got uh, the Patti LaBelle sample, "Gamble and Huff." Yes, you and know? even uh, just that, like the high pitched "oh," <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. very like, much a sound of two thousand two. Yeah, it's one of those things that kind of sticks with you, you know. So. Um, Two songs that very much deserve to dominate the charts that year, and uh, I, I would lean Dilemma. Well, okay, so you said the nostalgia factor is Dilemma, but you just think that that's a better song as well. Well, then. the the nostalgia the nostalgia factor is really both of them. Okay, but so um, these aren't the, again just to clarify, like these aren't two records you're ever going out of your because a lot of singles can be that, but you're not going out of your way to listen to either of these. Let's put it this way: if I'm listening uh, to the radio and which I don't. But if I'm ever listening to the radio and uh, Always On Time is on, I'm going to be like, damn, I haven't heard this in forever. I'm going to listen to it, you know. Uh, if Dilemma's on, I'm probably turning that up. Yeah. 
because it's you one know, of those throwback, one of those feel good throwbacks to, uh, and a lot of our audience might not get that side of it because you know you could have been eighteen or nineteen when these songs came out and looked at it like, man, I hated John right. Rule at that time. But I wanna I wanna drive by that uh that mom and dad that are thirty two years old playing Dilemma so they could be like. Oh, dilemma! I heard that shit. Like, is is one of those? Things. Yeah, it is one of those. I I think both of these are good records for what they are. I think Absolutely. you're looking at two artists that really had kind of found their niche in the game, which yep. is making those pop hits, crooning a little bit. Both of them could croon, but here again, kind of putting the spotlight on on the female feature as well. Right. Um, I would give the edge to to Ja. I just like Ja more than Nelly. I mm-hmm. feel like it's a better record. I think when you think of Ja Rule songs, this is one of the first that comes to mind for, for good reasons. It is. Um, and what gives it that slight edge for me, though, is probably just the fact that it did kind of catapult Ashanti into that stratosphere where he didn't need to go to a little Mo or a Christina Milian or even a Jennifer Lopez. They kind of yeah. had that in-house, and that formula worked well for the next few years for them. Absolutely. Until the avalanche that is 50 Cent came and conquered. Yeah, well, but yeah. So I'm going to go with Ja Rule, but uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been another edition of This or That Shorts. We'll see you next week. Thanks for giving us a listen. Give us your feedback and let us know how you really feel. Subscribe, rate, review, and we'll see you next week.